0: Hello, I'm your host Michaela Marshall and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that is trapped here, potting forever. Hellmouth.
0: Hellmouth. Season 6, episode 14, Older and Far Away. Original air date February 12, 2002. Oh, Valentine. Yeah, this is a Valentine's Day episode, couldn't you tell? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's not. No.
1: Michaela, this is one of the strangest damn names for an episode. I'm assuming there's some reason that it's called for Re- Older and Far Away.
0: All right, so I've got something in the wiki for you.
1: <sighs> okay. Because good.
0: I also was thinking You're about like, this. What I the just had What does that mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> So, uh, it's some garbage, like, it's a reference to something, okay. Yes. Here we go. I'm going to read you this bullet point. The episode's title is taken from a memorable quotation at the end of J.G. Ballard's Empire of the Sun about the realization he's come to as his current relationship with his family.
1: List. they've made a lot of (laughs) obscure references in this show. Clearly, the writers are well-read, and I think that comes through very well most of the time.
0: You would hope that writers would be, though, you know? Yeah. This one,
1: sure, go for it. It's your show. You can name it whatever the fuck you want. And Trapped in a House isn't the most compelling episode Whoa. title.
0: Check it out. This book was adapted in 1987. The screenplay was filmed by Steven Spielberg being no- oh. and it was nominated for six Oscars. It starred a 13-year-old Christian Bale
1: <laughs>
0: and a 21-year-old Ben Stiller. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Sorry, what year? 97?
0: 87.
1: Ooh. Okay. (laughs) I have a bit of trivia that that reminds me of more than anything. Um, But you mentioned a 13-year-old Christian Bale. (laughs) Yeah. How about an 18-year-old Christian Bale playing Jack Kelly, the leader of the Newsies, (laughs) in the Disney film of the same name?
0: What? Yes. Well, we need to watch that immediately. It's
1: so good, especially if you're like a 13-year-old girl.
0: Yo, I thought you were going to hit me with Christian Bale and Little Women, which is also exciting if you're a 13-year-old girl. Oh,
1: yeah. Hell
0: yeah. There was a
1: lot of Christian Bale going around.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, look how well he turned out for being a child actor, (laughs) but I'm not sure, actually. No,
1: No, not very well at all. You either die, hero. <laughs> or you live long enough to see hey, on the dead.
0: hey. It was That's... really loud in that theater we were in. And it was like rumbling the seats. <laughs> Delightful. Uh, his
1: Batman voice is garbage. <laughs> it just gets so much worse over the as course the, of that film, too. As the too. movie goes
0: on, yeah. Oh, You're good like, there has to be a choice. They didn't film that shit in order. We are off track. Okay.
1: Yeah, right. What are we doing here? Like Buffy or something?
0: Fucking turtleneck. Like turtleneck. what? <sighs> uh,
1: where's your picture of so this? So mine's called... W hat? No. No,
0: no, no. It's dead.
1: Take me seriously in this coat. That's what you <laughs> called it. Yes. Okay. I have a picture of the coat as well.
0: Because this is the face I feel that I captured. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it's good. It's so unflattering. <laughs> All of this picture is so unflattering oh, to poor no. Sarah Michelle Keller. So she's got a black turtleneck on. And it's
0: huge. Like, in your picture, you can really see that it is a large, fuzzy turtleneck.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, big. Mm. And then the the coat is even larger. I've called <laughs> it dat coat.
0: It's like red velvet or some shit. No, what? it's so
1: much fluffier <laughs> than red velvet. It's crazy.
0: Oh, God. It's just huge. I and don't know. And then you've
1: got her making a very strange face <laughs> mid-talking and yeah. pointing at Dawn. <laughs> So Dawn's sad that Buffy's not around anymore, and Buffy's like, oh, I gotta go kill a demon or something, you know, bye, don't want to spend time with you.
0: She does have a sacred calling, to be fair.
1: Wait, was she, did she choose this life? I forget. Who
0: remembers? That's definitely never come (laughs) up in this show before. Can we please talk about what Dawn's wearing?
1: Absolutely. Red shirt, foxy gloss. No. What does this say? Foxy Brown?
0: (laughs) Her shirt says Foxy Brown on it, okay? Right. So, like, I don't know why it says that. And then, obviously, she's wearing, like, an insane amount of lip gloss.
1: Oh, lip gloss for days in these times. For days.
0: Foxy Brown is a rapper, I guess. Oh, yeah. Who's been active since 1995, so that That could be... That would make sense
1: temporally.
0: I suppose. Hmm. But yes, like the lip gloss in this episode is just, it's rampant, as was what well I'm going to oh, call yeah. it. It's everywhere. Incredible. Boy.
1: Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Super but crazy. Yeah.
0: The, Dawn is sad. That's the theme of this episode.
1: <laughs> Dawn is sad <laughs> yeah. and so emotional. And when Buffy was this age, which we saw, she was not shrieking nearly as much as Dawn shrieks.
0: Get out, get out, get out!
1: And whenever Dawn shrieks, I'm like, oh, I'm physically hurt by it, you know? <laughs> It's like a yeah, sonic her, attack.
0: Her voice really gets up there. It's pretty impressive. Oh my god,
1: it's so grating, and yeah. it's supposed to be. But also, she's the same age as Buffy used to be, and Buffy wasn't this terrible. Anyway, Buffy's got a crazy hat on at some point, right? Her cloche.
0: So her she goes flat topped
1: cloche.
0: He, she goes. Actually, when she leaves the house, she is holding this hat. Something I only caught in my picture oh, viewing. Yeah. And then, yeah, all of a sudden it cuts to her and she's in this fucking hat. (laughs) And you're just thinking, why are you patrolling in that?
1: It's stylish. It looks like something Willow would have worn three years ago.
0: Yeah, it does. I tried so hard to get a better lit picture of it, but God only (laughs) knows. She's in a graveyard. What are you going to do? You know?
1: She is. Buffy fights a demon in the graveyard. She's got an axe, but like it's got a sword and the sword chops the axe almost in half. And then big fight happens. Eventually Buffy stabs it in the stomach with the sword, gets blown back, doesn't see the demon keel over and then its soul like transfer into the sword.
0: You know, that's fine. I get that's just a plot device for later. But at the same time, I think to myself, how long were you just lying on the ground, Buffy? Like this, this whole thing takes, this takes a while, all things considered. And it's all flashy.
1: (laughs) Now, Michaela, the last time we saw Buffy at the end of last episode, how is she doing?
0: Not great.
1: Right, she sounded a bit like this.
0: Please don't forgive me.
1: Sure. Now? With a sword, she sounds like this.
0: Ooh, shiny.
1: Now, Michaela, this sounds like a season one Buffy to me. Uh, An ooh shiny from Buffy doesn't sound like this.
0: Please don't forgive me. It
1: sounds like this.
0: Ooh, shiny. <laughs> so, this, the, the entire tone of this episode is just so different from the tone of. The last, what, like five episodes?
1: It's incredibly different. It's It's so much wackier.
0: It's wacky as all hell.
1: I do not mind it, by the way.
0: I know you don't. I was like, oh, he's going to be so much happier with this. I had
1: such a better time with this episode.
0: (laughs) I'm unsurprised.
1: It's such a 180 on everything they've been doing. But yeah, Buffy's quipping. She likes shiny swords now. (laughs) They still have a bit of drama around here, but mostly it's fun times.
0: Yeah, yeah, so... Maybe they were like, oh, we were too depressing. We we need to back off.
1: This is mood whiplash, though. This is like, wait, what? <laughs> I thought, weren't we just in like a really depressed place? And now yeah. this entire episode minus Don Shrieking is wacky.
0: Buffy cried it out. It's all good now.
1: Anyway, Buffy picks up this cursed sword, obviously cursed, and this is why you need a Giles around, because <sighs> he would see you walk in with a sword and be like, no, no! Put that sword down.
0: Yeah, don't leave it in your house. It's a terrible spot for that sword. Oh my God. That's a bad spot. But yeah, so Dawn has been abandoned by Buffy as usual. So she goes to the magic box to see her other adult friends. Right.
1: I don't think I have a picture of Anya's, again, incredibly frilly shirt with the big clown cuffs and the big clown lapel. But she's got a (laughs) couple of these things and she's worn another one today.
0: I didn't get a picture of it either.
1: It's nutso.
0: Especially given the number of collective pictures we have. <laughs> that number is 16, listeners.
1: A lot of them are doubles. We take... It's fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, you did put two for the turtleneck and then the coat. Like, the turtleneck is in your coat picture. anyhow. Yeah.
1: Didn't need to. <laughs> So, right, Don's gone to hang out with these people, but all of them are busy. Willow's going to a Spellcaster's Anonymous (laughs) meeting.
0: How mad did that make you?
1: So, very, right? (laughs) And then I just get to thinking, and this comes up again much later in the episode, and frequently through this episode, Like, I clearly haven't internalized how magic works in the Buffy universe, (laughs) but I don't think that's my fault. Because I think there are two completely contradictory views of magic. One is a thing where, is it a drug, is it similar to drugs? Yes. Is it more dangerous than people think? Yes. You know, is there a price to it? Yes. Does it unlock some reality bending things? Yes. All of these are good drug metaphors. Is it literally crack cocaine? <laughs> and at that point, I think no. But the show thinks sometimes, <laughs> not all the time, when Tara does drugs, she only le- does like a little bit of crack? Question mark Or is Tara doing the equivalent of alcohol in magic? You I know? think you're,
0: you're really trying to bring more logic into this than one should. Because I think (laughs) they started off... (laughs) two systems of magic that are incompatible. So they started off with the magic system that does make more sense. It's just, you know, you do a bigger spell, it's going to be more dangerous, it's going to take more out of you, and maybe there's more of a chance you'll get injured in some way.
1: Which is a drug metaphor, let's be clear. And it's a good one.
0: Yeah, and then, for some reason, they decided that in Season 6, they were going to make it into... I don't even know, like, more of a drug metaphor. It's like, yeah, they just, just want it to now. be heroin. So they're like, well, we kind of did that before. So we'll just shove it all into this heroin-shaped hole and hope that everyone just accepts it.
1: Now we'll say that doing magic is inherently addictive, which it wasn't before, and super pleasurable, which it wasn't before.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, the main point of this scene for me is that Dawn goes to the adults that she sort of knows and gets blown off by them. And I'm like, what the fuck is this episode trying to set up? Like, Dawn has no friends in her peer group so she has to go to buffy's friends she's never been shown to be friends with buffy's friends before she has been shown to have a peer group before
0: janice she's got that friend constant it is strange like why is she going to these people you know like literally these are adults who have adult things to do and like
1: and she sort of knows them
0: (laughs) yeah they're they're buffy's friends that sometimes have to babysit her and stuff
1: yeah, last time we heard, or first time we heard from her, she was saying how she didn't like most of them.
0: Yeah, so, so like, the bottom line is that Dawn needs an adult figure in her life to give her some sort of structure, right? Right, Because she does not have that in Buffy. So maybe that's what she's doing here, is she's just trying to find an adult who she can not even hang out with, but who will... Like you know, be an adult to her. Yes,
1: and, and this is a legitimate grievance that she has.
0: It is legitimate because she really has is raising herself at this point. I guess.
1: <laughs> yep. Like
0: who's raising her? No one. <laughs> she is.
1: Willow isn't anymore. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> Tara's not. Like nope. she. At one point, she had three moms. Now she's down to zero.
1: Oh, that's rough.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: one to three to zero. That's not a good progression. <laughs> no. I don't even know what the regression is on that thing. Okay, so she goes and makes her feelings go away by stealing a bunch of shit.
0: She stole so much shit, though. She stole
1: an impressive amount of stuff. It's so good. So this
0: is my picture,
1: M4. How does she sleep?
0: Because Don gets home from her shopping adventure at the mall. I mean, stealing adventure is really more accurate. And she comes into her room, and I'm just like, what is this pile of stuffed animals
1: it's there are gigantic.
0: so many.
1: There are no pillows at all for <laughs> Dawn to sleep on.
0: She just like sleeps in this pile of stuffed animals, I assume. Oh, I guess. It's I really
1: know. weird. It's so excessive. <laughs>
0: it's so... I think the set designer was like, oh, this is a teenage girl's room. All right. <laughs> stuffed animals. They like those, right? I've never uh, seen a teenage girl before. <laughs> oh, so creepy too. So creepy. Uh, all of them with their dead eyes. Where'd she get them all? Are these stolen goods as well? They seem oh. much harder to steal, honestly. They're the so plot big... thickens. Yeah.
1: I was so impressed that Donna's stolen a coat under her other coat. I mean, that's how that's you steal a coat That's how you coats, steal a right? coat. <laughs> yeah. So I shouldn't be that impressed, but yes. I was not expecting it. When she took off her coat and had another coat on, I was like, that's dumb. Wait, no, that's smart. You stole that <laughs> coat.
0: I, I Is this the coat that she later gives to Buffy? Gives to
1: Buffy, yeah. It's the leather coat that Buffy right, needs so... more leather coats.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. Buffy has so many leather coats. But presumably, she walked out of the store. I guess she must have... No, she, the tag was still on this coat. Yeah. How did she get it out of the store? She's
1: a very good thief.
0: I guess. She, yeah. she does seem to be very good at this whole stealing thing because yeah her pockets are just fucking full of shit oh my god
1: or is she good at stealing things because she gets summoned to the guidance office at her (gasps) school
0: oh no probably
1: because her sweater is too fuzzy
0: it's hella fuzzy oh neither of us took a picture of that we are garbage at this
1: what are we even doing anyway halfric is the new guidance counselor Uh... and when i saw this i flipped my shit (laughs) it was so good. I recognized her almost immediately as I'm Halfrick, even happy. in human face. And I was so happy to see her because she starts talking to Don about how things aren't great in her life. And maybe
0: Dawn wishes
1: they would she... be a different way.
0: So the, I don't think that she ever uses the word wish, does she? She does not. She doesn't. No. But She's Dawn does. She's very smooth about it. And, like, this is such, such a good idea. If you're a vengeance demon, yeah, go hang out with some teenagers. Oh, man, they'd be, st- yeah, they're wishing
1: for stupid shit all the time. Cordelia was a stupid teenager, too.
0: Exactly. This is exactly how this whole vengeance demon thing started. So, yeah, no, it's great. I love yeah. seeing Halfreck here.
1: Absolutely uh. amazing. And we had seen Halfreck previously as being summoned into Zanya's apartment. She's coming to the wedding. But she's here to mix some shit up before that happens, apparently. Gonna be good times. Dawn wishes for wishes that people would stop leaving her. <laughs> you know? She just wants them to not go away anymore.
0: I love that as a vengeance demon, you get to pick like what that really means.
1: Yeah. There's good lore there's in because there's a this. very
0: like technically correct aspect to it where it's sort of like it's sort of like you're an evil genie, you know? Mm-hmm. Where someone wishes for something and then you get to pick what their intent was because whatever words they used, there's like a bunch of ways you could interpret that, right?
1: Well, you've got different domains of vengeance demons too, so <laughs> Anya...
0: And actually, we prefer a justice demon.
1: Oh, sorry, justice demons. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's so so good.
1: (laughs) So Anya used to be, you know, she was focused on men that had wronged women. Halfric is, as we will learn more about the parents that have wronged their children. And I love that those domains are set up. And yeah, the whole justice demon thing in general, I think is perfect. I'm so happy (laughs) with the lore that is set up here around a fun episode that still gets drama in. Like there's no shortage of that, but is also fun.
0: You know what my favorite part about this episode was? What is that? When they gave other people things to do yes
1: oh my god yes Zanya get things to do xander and anya have a really n- couple of really nice scenes
0: right? anya's
1: freaking out about being yeah. mortal and she should be freaking out about being mortal
0: she's mortal now it's crazy and this is a really shitty situation to be stuck in and yeah, yeah she's having like a panic attack about it which she should be and you're just like oh my god look at all these pages you guys must have gotten you were so excited
1: Tara got shit to do. Oh, so She's much. rocking it in this episode. She crushes
0: but this episode.
1: She's got those actions to perform. She's got those lines to read. She's got the good dress to wear. And you're like, yes, Tara, this is an ensemble show. It's not just Buffy and Willow.
0: Fuck Buffy. Fuck Willow. Right? Oh. God, we've seen
1: so much of those stupid people. Oh, Anyhow. Yes. So Buffy's going to have a birthday party. It's a Buffy birthday party episode. All of those go super well for her. Super great. Yeah, This for party is going to be so lame, Michaela. No <laughs> one's fucking coming to this except they've got two randos who are invited, which is going to be the worst for those two randos.
0: Oh, don't invite the randos. They don't you know idiots. each other. They don't know
1: anyone here. It's
0: oh. Oh, such a bad idea. I mean, Buffy, so the randos were the randos were invited independently. Buffy made a work friend who is very strange.
1: I love the work friend.
0: <laughs> and so she invited her. And then yeah, Zanya have decided to try to set Buffy up <laughs> with this like Scott Hope Owen motherfucker. He's so good. He's the worst. He's oh the my worst. god, rich.
1: He's such a dick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, Uh, I mean, he's great. Like, he's a generic white guy, right? For Buffy to not be very interested in.
0: He's a literal red shirt. Yes. (laughs) He shows up wearing a red shirt and then gets fucking slashed by the demon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, this party's gonna be absolutely awful. Off the
0: chain!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. One of awful or off the chain.
0: Like, okay, wait, what is Spike doing here? Willow told him about it? Why? <laughs> he, shows up, he
1: shows up uninvited and brings Clem, Clem. along. <laughs> Clem is one of my favorite parts of this episode, Clem by the way. Clem is
0: so good. Well, Clem and Halfric, Clem. actually, both of yeah.
1: them, bring a lot to this episode that this season has been lacking up until now. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about people's party wear, because that's what they're going to be dressed in for the rest yep. of the episode as they're let's trapped in this fucking house. Okay, Buffy so, first. Yes, Buffy first. Worse than last week's necklace, we say, <laughs> because she's got a single <laughs> choker done up with a rose.
0: Yeah, it's it's in a similar vein. It's the really thin, this looks more like just a thin piece of leather, less like the licorice of last week. But it's just, yeah, like, around her neck once, and then, yeah, I got this rose. It's fine, but it's not as good as last week's. And as you pointed out... Shoulders four days.
1: Oh my god, I love this shoulderless look we're going with, but <laughs> goddamn, no one's covering their fucking shoulders anymore. Never
0: again. Buffy Never again. certainly not, yeah. Well it used
1: to be spaghetti straps, and then they realized was that was like, too much.
0: Just do away with that, yeah.
1: Oh, remember that when Buffy was wearing spaghetti straps, but her hair was always covering them?
0: <laughs> oh, so it was basically this. So there yeah, you go.
1: Exactly. No, I love the fact that there's no shoulders on here.
0: I've got Xander and Anya.
1: Yes shirts 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 Jeez. yeah
0: there's so many s's
1: so many fucking s's (laughs) there so many sibilants there we go but
0: yeah Anya's wearing this sort of like nice white lace button-up it's pretty cute she has some cute hair happening unlike the crazy clown hair I think she had last episode her hair was
1: so much better than last episode
0: (laughs) uh and Xander's just wearing like a I don't even know what to call this pattern
1: blue amoeba shirt it's so got oh, little sort amoebas of like all over amoebas.
0: It. Is that the plural of amoeba? Amoeba. Maybe.
1: <laughs> Amoebae. I don't know. Amoebos.
0: Oh, that's cute. Little amoebos. Wait, that's just a we're just doing That's the Nintendo, Nintendo thing. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and I guess, yeah, you got you got Willow too.
1: <laughs> so Willow uh is no longer a junkie, right? No. Nope. So she is wearing uh My wife just said what the name of this shirt was. It's a peasant Mm. cut shirt. Oh,
0: it is a peasant top. Yeah.
1: Peasant top shirt. Whatever. It looks (laughs) frumpy. Frumpy as all hell.
0: It is horrible.
1: She's supposed to look frumpy. The shirt itself is nice. It's just the cut of it is necessarily frumpy.
0: Like from the middle of her torso up, it's fine. Mm -hmm. The bottom is just too... Oh, I don't even know. Like that's nah, gross. Flumpy. I've called this picture Don't Do It Willow. Because she's like freaking out about having to go downstairs and see Tara. And I'm like, don't wear that shirt though. Yeah, Change right? your shirt! Change, Change your fucking you shirt. This is the shirt that you're going with? No. <laughs> no, not yeah, at all. Not at Tara, all. Tara,
1: on the other hand, is square no longer. Her <laughs> dress is amazing. And her necklace is great. And her makeup is proper. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've called this blue lace,
1: because yeah, it's, it's just good. a big
0: old blue lace shirt. And then she has—I'm gonna go with maroon skirt.
1: Yes, good. It's
0: long as always. I think she sure. never stopped wearing long skirts. But yeah, she looks a hundred times better than Willow.
1: Oh, especially because Willow's eyeshadow matches her top, which is like <laughs> a light blue gray.
0: Fuck, I hate when they do that. No one looks so good when you're you're just so matchy-matchy.
1: Yeah, so I've also warned Willow against wearing that shirt here (laughs) because she wants to impress Tara, not scare her off. Oh,
0: yeah. And so they have... Okay, so here's the other thing. Uh, We kind of uh, skipped past this earlier, but there was... I think Xander was saying that... Well, he basically was asking Willow if it was okay that Tara come to this because it was Mm. super important to Buffy. Yes. And then Tara and Buffy have this little interaction after Tara gets in. And, you know, Buffy's so happy that Tara's there to support her. Mm -hmm. And it's very nice, but you're also sort of like, when did this happen? That Tara's this person that Buffy's leaning on. It was just last episode, right?
1: Yeah, but that's that's nice, you know. You you gotta do character progression pretty quickly here.
0: And it is nice for Tara, again, to have something to do that doesn't just relate to Willow.
1: Yeah, exactly. She is... (laughs) But she is still a character who is defined by other characters. Yes. She is not her, her own character. She's still her own character, by no. any
0: means. No. And I mean, is she ever going to be at this point? No.
1: No. But she is defined by more than one other character, which is yes! nice. Yeah. <laughs> up
0: to two. Score I mean, one for Tara. That's 100% more. It is. So. That's rapid growth. <laughs> rapid.
1: <laughs> okay. And yes, as we said, Spike shows up and he's brought Clem along. <laughs> neither of them are welcome but they're here now
0: and poor richard just this little normie okay so i understand that clem looks pretty wacky but right. like after five seconds after meeting clem richard's like what's that guy's problem and you're like whoa
1: whoa whoa, whoa buddy <laughs> no he's a demon it makes a lot of sense clem
0: does not just have a skin problem clem's a fucking demon But, like, in the context of you not knowing that demons are real... He's got red eyes! His fingernails are all long. His ears are flappy. (laughs) He's got dobby ears. He does have such dobby ears. That's a good call. Damn.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. So Rich is here. No one cares about Rich, right? (laughs) He's
0: the fucking worst.
1: People give zero fucks about him.
0: Whenever he tries to talk to Buffy, she's just like, oh, that's nice. Okay, bye.
1: Oh, Fuck. My picture didn't come through. Oh, I've no. got to retake Classic Angel because the, oh. the picture that I wanted to take has Spike in the background as Rich is talking to Buffy. <laughs>
0: lurking? Cause oh, yeah. he's lurking
1: he... out of, like, he's not in focus. Out
0: of focus. Because yeah. for sure, Spike's pretending like he doesn't care that there's someone here to be set up with Buffy, but he's wildly jealous. Oh,
1: incredibly so.
0: Incredibly. He's a jealous man. Like, yeah. that's, his, that's his thing.
1: Oh, Sophie also shows up as Buffy (laughs) is opening presents. This Uh, whole thing with Dawn, right? Dawn wants Buffy to open her present. She's super excited because this present will make Buffy finally care about her again after she gets her a material good, which is how you interact with women, probably, right? I don't know. That's
0: how you make people like you, by buying them fancy things, yeah. Probably, yeah. That's why I hate you so much, because you never buy me anything nice. Whoa. (laughs) Note to self. (laughs) <laughs> Buy Michaela. Okay, let me
1: keep Google.com. It's it's loading. Okay, take a note. Buy Michaela, expensive items. Uh, there we go. Okay, I really look forward
0: there. to the future when you've forgotten why you wrote that.
1: No, no, no. I'm gonna pin this. Let's let's get this pinned. <laughs> okay close that down yeah there we go okay it's the first note in my in my note system now
0: great buy
1: Michaela expensive items yep done excellent
0: i look i look forward to the expensive items i'm sure to receive
1: anyway don's expensive item is pales in comparison to zonya's expensive item Oh, there's so much
0: love in theirs. Holy shit. It's a
1: handcrafted new weapon storage chest. Oh, so the utility of it. This leather coat is garbage in comparison.
0: (laughs) And of course, you know, right after Dawn has given their present is when they roll out the chest. During. And like, wow, (laughs) this leather coat is garbage.
1: During Dawn's (laughs) present being unwrapped. Yeah, is when true. they roll in this
0: chest. <laughs> Honestly, I would be delighted to receive that chest.
1: Okay, fucking fine. Listen. Okay, don't. Let's <laughs> make Michaela.
0: Just 3D printed for me. Chest. Yeah.
1: There we go. Let's pin you can, that too. You,
0: you can print anything now.
1: We can. Okay, there we go. Was my that, like, my how top long is two that notes. Chest could be. That's going to take several weeks. Yeah. Make Michaela custom fancy chest is number one. Buy Michaela expensive <laughs> items is number two. Those oh, are the this is going
0: great for me. Wow. Two
1: items in best
0: episode formats. ever. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. So everyone's assembled at the house. It is now time for Halfrick to grant Don's wish. And if you hadn't figured out that it's Halfrick yet, now she's now like, you know. I'm casting the spell. We're doing it. Here we go. And Michaela, I think that's time for our first segment. Good. Our first segment this evening is, as always, Tea Talk.
0: I think Picture this me is a segment we should have been doing when Giles was around. With tea. For oh, probably. Tea. Is it yeah, actually about tea? Green
1: mug. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, Michaela, it's the fall season, and as we do every week, let's talk about what tea we're drinking.
0: <laughs> this is accessible. Awesome. It is.
1: Well, I mean, this is classically a Buffy slash fashion slash tea podcast. So let's bring it back to some tea, right? (laughs) You know, what are your recommendations? Uh, What do you like? What do you don't like? What, what, what are you drinking right now?
0: Uh, I was just drinking some like, you know, Earl Grey. Keep Uh, it standard. hmm. I did take my chocolate strawberry tea to work this week.
1: Ooh, very nice. So I'm
0: gonna, gonna be hitting that pretty hard, you know?
1: I'm going for the pumpkin chai these days. I mean, call me a basic bitch if you will. (laughs) But, but you, I love you that, love that your pumpkin, pumpkin. Yeah, it's great.
0: Yeah, you know, when it starts to get cold, anything with cinnamon, nutmeg. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. that cardamom French toast. Cardamom
1: French toast. Yes. That's a regular item for me these days.
0: That's a good tea. That is a good tea. And I really do, yeah, the, the fruity teas fall by the wayside when exactly. the, the temperature drops. Because you're like, I don't want something peach flavored. My mara cu- Yeah,
1: mango? No, I'm not going to have that. <laughs> It's no. near the freezing point of water. This is insane. Yeah, Juicy insane. orange? Wait until spring, sir.
0: You know, you gotta get your sa- your very sweet rooibos happening.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you have your carrot cupcake, right?
1: Carrot cupcake. That is an excellent caffeine-free tea for the evenings. Because, listen, I'm 27 years old. I can't have caffeine past noon. Are you
0: crazy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do seem to think that tea has... A large amount of caffeine in it, and that's fine. I don't drink
1: coffee, man. (laughs) If I had coffee right
0: now, I wouldn't sleep. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. But I did just drink black tea. That's
1: no, that's crazy. I cannot drink black tea past noon. Just (laughs) does not work. I will be up for fucking hours regretting that.
0: Oh yeah, you're definitely we're not narcs.
1: That's not related to narcism.
0: I just feel like it is. You know, I sit there with my tea doing my crocheting, watching my garbage television. And I Your just stories? Think, I am old. Riverdale is my stories. Yes, that—that that is what it is.
1: Oh, God, it is a soap opera.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's the God, Archie's so stupid, you guys. <laughs> oh, I hate him so much. Anyways, I think we're doing cryptids this season, so that's exciting.
1: I don't know what that is. You
0: know what cryptids are.
1: Like a like the puzzle type of
0: cryptids, no, like um, Bigfoot and the Loch Ness oh, monster and the right. Jersey yes, Devil. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay,
1: sorry. Yes, cryptozoology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I know it. Anyway, that's a good tea talk for now. We'll come back to that never. As of all our segments, and good Spike. What does Spike think of Rich?
0: <laughs> He thinks he's dumb. Does there do you have a better quote than that?
1: Well, I he think he's a goody two shoes, and Spike uh, is a bad yeah. boy one shoe, or possibly he... three <laughs> shoes. I'm actually what what is the cool number of shoes?
0: I don't like. Where's the third shoe?
1: I don't know. Why is a goody two shoes bad? You've got two shoes. Mm. That seems like the right number of shoes. But clearly, if you're goody two shoes, then the better, the cooler number of shoes is not two. You can't be a, a cool two shoes. That's crazy.
0: Maybe he's like a cool two boots.
1: Oh, maybe it's, it's the
0: type of it's footwear the that matters. Number. <laughs> Why is
1: the number called out then? No, that's crazy. It has to be the number. The number has to be important in some way. I agree that it's probably like <laughs> bad boy three boots, certainly. <laughs> but it's a non-standard number of boots.
0: I don't know what's happening. Maybe you've
1: got mismatched boots.
0: You could have also mis- m- mismatched shoes, but no. Then but then you're two. still
1: you're calling out shoes. Why are you calling uh... out shoes? <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. Okay. Three is crazy. Where's the third shoe?
1: Yeah, I think it has to be one. You have to have a one shoe, right? Bad boy one shoe? Okay. So Spike is a bad boy one shoe. Rich is a goody two shoes. No good. Doesn't like him.
0: Well, Rich is very dull. Oh,
1: he's so dull. I can't remember a thing he said. I don't know what he looks like. Again, a classic Scott Scott Hope type.
0: Yeah, he is Scott Hope. Like, I I forgot his name the entire episode. (laughs) Like, I don't... (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, not not unreasonable.
0: So forgettable. Oh Jesus! And yeah, uh, but Sophie, Sophie's here too. That's Buffy's work friend, mm-hmm. and she is just she just keeps saying slightly odd things. And she's allergic delightful. to
1: every ingredient of cake. First <laughs> yeah. off, so when they say that they had, they're gonna have cake, she's allergic to all of it. And yeah, she can't everything have beer because you know
0: gluten. Right. <laughs>
1: Cider would be her friend, but probably sugar, actually. I think she was also allergic to sugar.
0: Oh, I well, she can't have chocolate? I don't know. <laughs> uh, she is in way over her head, though, or she's about to be.
1: Absolutely. So, yes, this beer run needs to happen, but no one really wants to leave, our next clue that things are awry is that people have almost finished an entire game of Monopoly.
0: Oh, a three-hour game of Monopoly. You guys are playing Monopoly wrong, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: yes, they are using the non-standard rules which make the t- game take much longer. Yeah, Anya would they really not, do. Would not care for that, but she probably hasn't read the rules.
0: No, she probably just let someone teach her our, uh, the garbage rules that everyone trusts uses. Trusts other
1: people? Boo. Ugh.
0: So yeah, they're playing Monopoly. They've been at it for three hours. There's a game of poker going on Mm -hmm. that is delightful in that Clem wants to be playing with kittens. Right. And I've captured something here.
1: Ooh. The smuggest Squara. Yes. Yes, she is. Because Squara had previously (laughs) caught Buffy and Spike almost doing some canoodling. Oh my god, I was was going to call it
0: canoodling. (laughs)
1: Buffy was just gonna give Spike a hand job right in the hallway, and, and then that's what they
0: do. Spike you know?
1: made a, a garbage comment about, you know, having a muscle cramp. So I believe this face is just after <laughs> Tara asks how Spike's muscle cramp is. He has yeah. to lie and say, "Oh, it's feeling a bit better now. And she tells him to put ice on his penis.
0: <laughs> and then she makes this smug face. <laughs> she should be smug.
1: She's the most yeah. correct. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's delightful because, yeah, she's been standing up for Buffy, interrupting her and Spike, making mm-hmm. comments about how Spike, you know, she, not like giving away that she knows, but just sort of making comments about how Spike needs to, yeah, keep his shit together, get away from Buffy, that kind of thing.
1: This is the most of an independent character Tara will ever be, and I'm yep. delighted by it. It's yes. great. She's looking so good and she's being so excellent in general. Yeah. When we cut to the next day and Don and Clem are watching cartoons together, (laughs) I died. It's so cute, Michaela. It's It's adorable.
0: Because this is really the Clem that we will continue to see. This Clem that, like, he is just kind of this very human demon. And, like, he's not threatening. He just wants to kind of hang out and have a good time. And, yeah, he wants to watch cartoons with Don. It's great. It's so cute.
1: Anyway, Rich and Xander need to get to work but for some reason rich can't leave buff or spike at one point in here makes a comment about how he would like to kill rich There, you know some not so subtle comments about this yeah it's and a
0: series of comments about eating richard yeah
1: when buffy says we do not joke about eating people in this house <laughs> again much better episode than last time
0: just wackiness ensues, yeah.
1: So yeah, they fix it out, they can't leave the house, and they're like, uh, what's going on here, though?
0: Yeah, and so, at this point, they have no idea, and so they figure, well, oh, if only there was, like, some magic stuff, and, like, we could do a magic <laughs> spell, or Tara could, obviously not Willow, but the house has just been purged of all magic items, so that's not going to be possible. Uh, <laughs>
1: about that... Um, Willow may have kept, like, a whole bunch of magical paraphernalia.
0: <laughs> so much stuff! She's like, just a couple things. I just kept one or two things, guys. It's not a big deal.
1: Newsflash. Paraphernalia has two R's in it. It's paraphernalia.
0: What the <gasps> fuck? Really?
1: Yeah. My That's autocorrect insane. corrected me, and I was like, but but paraphernalia? No, paraphernalia. Anyway, yes, we're going to do some magic. First, Dawn is like, Of course you all want to leave. Because being stuck in here with me, that would really suck, right? Like, no, fuckwit. You've been in here for 12 <laughs> hours with them. They played so much goddamn Monopoly with you, they stayed up all night. They want to leave because they're trapped in a stupid magic house. They're not mad because they don't want to be around you anymore until you're fucking shrill as hell.
0: And it's things like this that I think is the writers doing a disservice to Don.
1: Incredibly because, so.
0: Well, She has a point, like... She has a good point where she feels like she's abandoned and she feels like she doesn't have an adult figure helping her through life. But then that all, you you forget about all of that when she says stupid things like this.
1: Exactly. And then, you know, jokes are made like she's possessed. No, she's a teenager, which is accurate. But also Buffy was again the same age and we didn't have as many problems with her. Because she was but had written in a much problems, more, though. but she was a much more sympathetic character when Absolutely. she was younger. And
0: Dawn Absolutely. is just
1: being done this disservice of being treated like a, you know, maybe nine-year-old child or something. Yeah, we've they...
0: regressed <sighs> somehow.
1: They keep forgetting how old she's supposed to be.
0: <laughs> They're like, oh crap, no, she's like sixteen or something. Maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Tara's gonna do some magic. She's gonna do a general spell. They don't know what's going on. She's gonna release some energy in this house, but. Michaela, I had forgotten about the sword by this point. They did such a good job of bamboozling me. I forgot all about the sword because I was too wrapped up in this Halfrick house trapping nonsense. So, of course, the demon gets out with the sword and you're like, yes, the two parts of this episode are coming together so well.
0: And like a lot of times in the cold open, Buffy will fight a thing. And that's just kind of, that's the cold open, and maybe it'll come back later, but doesn't necessarily have to. And yeah, it was so long ago, you completely forgot about it. I completely forgot about it.
1: It's so good. Speaking of fun, Rich just (laughs) fucking eats it.
0: (laughs) Oh, his shirt's even redder now, because it's covered in blood. He gets a gut wound with the sword, and you're like, damn! He's so screwed, like... He's so screwed.
1: Don't worry, Michaela. The Scoobies know basic medicine. They know they have to elevate the wound, so they take him upstairs.
0: Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> they, they, they're the worst.
1: <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we're sort of at a climactic point here. Why don't we step into our second segment for the evening? Hit me. Just because play.
0: Do you want to my avatar? Interesting.
1: Michaela, would you like to take huh? a stab at what this segment is all about
0: uh, buffy cosplayers
1: uh sort of what what is all your right. ideal cosplay from this show like what would you most like to cosplay as uh what have you cosplayed Ooh. as perhaps and then because this is a an october spooktacular if you will as we're yeah. recording not as we're releasing as we're releasing Absolutely it's like not. almost december
0: fucking yeah
1: <laughs> this is a christmas spooktacular <laughs> yeah. I would like to say what your ideal cosplay in general is, not just Buffy.
0: Okay, so I need... So I, I have never dressed up as anything from Buffy. Let's okay. start there. Nor have I. That would surprise me to my core if you had. Oh
1: yeah, that would... You would be shook, I think is the technical <laughs> yeah. term.
0: Yeah. There is a part of me that is just so delighted by the energy coming off the Buffy bot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes!
0: That, oh, like, I think that would be so fun.
1: That is good. <laughs> that is a real good show.
0: And it's a it's a pretty easy costume, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just it's just like you need a wig, and then you need she's I don't know she's got like a, a jacket and a skirt, I think, and you just need the right p- couple pieces of clothing, and there you go. Right? I would
1: definitely add to that a little bit, like embellish things and add a bit of makeup around the jaw to make it look like you have a like a puppet jaw sort of thing. And mm. just like you know, little robot touches on the on the hands, maybe just to make it just clear because... that you are bot rather than Buffy. Yeah,
0: yeah, and because I mean, a lot of people aren't gonna get it anyways. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, and if, in a picture, you have to stand out as something different. Yeah, uh, I think personally, I mean, Spike is a good choice. He's right there. Clem would be a lot of fun. I think that oh, would be Jesus really hilarious. I
0: thought <laughs> oh, the, the skin. I think my so much makeup.
1: I think, honestly, the best choice for me would probably be Adam, just because I'm larger.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you are tall.
1: And then I could just go around talking about how I'm I'm a biomechanical demonoid all the time.
0: Oh my god, you could carry floppy disks with you everywhere?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, so bake some floppy disk-shaped cookies and just always be shoving them into my mouth. Yeah, okay. That would be the best Buffy cosplay for me. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, that's oh garbage. Uh, oh. Okay, and on a slightly more serious or spooktacular note, what
0: would be mm-hmm. your, your
1: ideal cosplay from all time?
0: Oh, that's hard, man. I've got one if you I want mean, me to go first. Well, I'll tell you my joke one, and then I'll see if I can come <laughs> so up with a real good. one. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I've always wanted to dress up as sexy Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> yes oh god yes oh. is that a cosplay i guess i don't know
1: <laughs> harry potter did you throw your name in the goblet of fire
0: uh, oh no it's true it's just a bunch of like dumbledore lines set in a sexy old man voice right
1: <laughs> sexy old t- man voice
0: and <laughs> i don't know what that sounds give like give me a
1: taste of that I,
0: yeah oh
1: Good Lord. <laughs> all right. Well, you think of your more serious one. Um, I'm not sure if uh, any of our listeners have ever read any Gunner Krieg Court. It's a webcomic online. Uh, the It features several deities. And one of those is Coyote of North American legend. But he's all crazy. He's like wacky, bendy. Um, his skin constantly changes. And he's just got eyes like very cartoonish eyes everywhere and i would love to do that as a cosplay i think it would be a lot of fun we're just like a lot of makeup so there's eyes on over the eyes there's eyes on the shoulders there's eyes on the knees there's eyes on the elbows just eyes fucking everywhere and i think that would be a (laughs) lot of fun
0: yeah yeah it would be very makeup
1: dependent but otherwise it's a very easy cosplay
0: so you just need one friend who's like super good at makeup right easy peasy yeah i mean that's the trouble with a lot of cosplays is that like For it to be good, there's a lot that has to go in it normally.
1: Yeah, and this one is attractive to me both because it's a character that I really like and also because the costume requirements for it don't require me to 3D print a lot of shit.
0: (laughs) Precisely. That does make sense. Okay, I have a serious one now. Hit me up. Uh, Siri from The Witcher.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't played The Witcher.
0: Her outfit is just its so cool. Mm. Like, it's just cool and like siri is very cool and so i mean that's in the witcher three anyways yeah. that's who you're you're chasing after the entire time okay and or like trying to find basically because she's sort of Geralt's daughter adopted daughter kind of thing right um and she has cool powers and stuff and she's a badass with a sword
1: fuck yeah, yeah
0: her, her outfit is just super cool looking
1: sounds good all right there will be link to links to a couple of those pictures in the show notes That'll be fun. Uh, Let's get back to things. It is now nighttime in the Summer's house where everyone is trapped.
0: And things are deteriorating.
1: They are spooktacular here.
0: Yeah. Like Richard's in some trouble.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's just. (laughs) I am shocked he didn't die through any of this. He should have died.
0: He probably should have died. But that's neither here nor there. And yeah, as we were discussing earlier, Anya's having a meltdown. Mm Mm-hmm. The demon guy keeps popping out of walls because he can do this like phase shifting thing or something. Who knows?
1: Yeah, he's a semi-phasic <laughs> entity. You know, one of those classic ones. No, his, classic. his popping out of walls power is a lot of fun. Buffy's like patrolling around the house with a knife and running into Clem who spooks her. Good. and Yeah.
0: Does she not have a bigger knife than that?
1: <laughs> Good like, question. She has to fight a
0: man with a sword. Yeah. This is her biggest knife. It's good for
1: close quarters, which is most of the house. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Xander is trying to calm down Anya. He goes to get her a glass of water alone. And like, clearly you should be using the buddy system now. He gets slashed up a bit as the demon comes out, attacks him, and then it goes back into the wall before they can kill it.
0: And it's just his arm that gets slashed. Yeah. But of course, Anya is already totally freaked oh out. My God. And then now Xander is hurt. Things yeah. are... Even worse. And she just starts basically telling Willow, like, why aren't you doing magic right? to get us out of here?
1: This is a very bad situation and we need your magical help. And no, because magic is cocaine or heroin or something. And this is when <laughs> I had the more starts, questions. Once she starts,
0: she might not be able to stop again.
1: Like the Hulk? Like, I... <sighs> yeah, something's here. Something... Goes on.
0: So all this is garbage, but Tara standing up for Willow. Ooh, very nice. And getting between her and Anya, delightful. Yes.
1: And this is what I mean by, like, good good drama around this, right? Because, sure, Willow's, like, magic as drugs thing, bad. But the drama there where you have two legitimate opposing viewpoints is good. That's exactly what I want this show to create, is situations where different characters feel different things because they are different people And then they have conflict about those reasonably held viewpoints. That's the good drama.
0: Generally speaking, you can see it from both sides. Yeah. And so in the universe that we're apparently in, where this magic drugs thing is so powerful that Willow doing more magic might mean she could like never stop. Then yeah. I see why she wouldn't want to try it
1: i see why she wouldn't want to try it but i also see why the alternative being all of them dying is unappealing to everyone else
0: yeah exactly so i definitely see anya's point too at what point do you just have to say okay willow you know we don't know that this is going to destroy you and it might very well destroy all of us if you don't try Mm -hmm. so now you have to do it like it's been long enough now you have to do it
1: so Anya gets rebuked here and is still going to take matters into her own hands. She's going to go up. They've suspected Don for a while after she had her ridiculous meltdown. And she's been more moody with Buffy again since then. So Anya's like, okay, Don knows some shit about this that she's not telling us for some goddamn reason. We're going to go into her room. We're going to fix it out. And she finds all of the shit that Don has stolen And like half of
0: it is from the magic box. And she's so betrayed by this, as she very well should be. And it is so painful. Just like, this is one of the things she holds most dear.
1: Money. Yes. Right? But legitimately too. Like it's both funny and serious. And I'm happy that the show is doing that again.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it's great. Dawn runs away from this because she learned it from watching Buffy. She knows how to deal she with sure her problems. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there. But she can't. Yeah. She's trapped in this stupid house and Buffy sort of knows that she made a wish, but not much more than that. And Dawn's like, I don't want to be here anymore. Too bad, Dawn. You wished for everyone to be here forever. Sort of. Not really. But...
0: Honestly, Buffy puts this together way too fast she for me. Does. <laughs> like way. I, we, we don't have very much episode left so i get it but like buffy is just this is too smart for buffy yeah, super
1: sleuth buster over here
0: yeah <laughs> basically what it comes down to is don mentions a guidance counselor buffy's like wait a guidance counselor you never mentioned that before maybe it has something to do with that
1: i love the idea <laughs> Did you make a wish that you should not wish for things to people you haven't like you don't know who they are and anyone who is new is inherently dangerous in this extra way that gets me going like that's a great lore building thing that yes is true in the buffy verse and is sort of true in the human verse whatever in a metaphorical way but it is just really cool lore right
0: yeah, like, and Anya just says it with such conviction. Mm-hmm. Like, she can't believe that Don would make a wish to someone she'd never met before. It just sounds so reasonable coming from her because, yeah, she spent a thousand years granting wishes to people. So, wishes are pretty serious shit to her.
1: And this is what gets me cranked up about, like, ghosts and other magical realism stuff in real life. Not that I believe in any of it, it's just like, it's an interesting thing because it's so you know mystical and lore filled and i feel like that's i don't know it's an interesting thing to see reality bend like that and even though it's not actually bending but just to even (laughs) consider that you know and then to have this in the universe i'm like yeah that's cool
0: and just like this idea that a whole bunch of people are all agreeing with each other like the people who do believe in it Mm -hmm. sort of that's the part that interests me that people seem to want reality to bend more than it does
1: yeah it's all good times anyway so yes they figs out that it was a vengeance demon probably halfric because she mentioned that she had <laughs> other business to attend to here so yeah. anya summons her and oh shit halfric gets stabbed and i keep like not really remembering that there's a demon <laughs> with the <laughs> he's sword just, here he's
0: still there so when yeah. he shows up and stabs her i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> It's just a roller coaster for you, Such huh? Such a roller
1: coaster, but so yeah. good in comparison to last episode. And I know that this is not generally a loved episode. And it's not, like, I didn't have a super amazing time with it, but I had a much better than average time with it. So, yeah.
0: It's it's just more of a return to previous seasons than we've seen in quite some time. It is. Yeah, like it has all the things that we like about the show. Like an it has all the characters. Cast. Yeah, it, and yeah, doing things. It comes
1: down to the ensemble cast, the fact that there's funny and drama in equal measure, and that things are a bit wacky but also relatable. Those are what. Yeah. that's what I want from Buffy. I don't want, hey, let's kidnap a girl and rape her. Oh no, we murdered her. You know, that's that's a different show entirely. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that that's a strange change of pace and then to go from that to this i'm also like what are you guys doing anyway yeah, they fight the demon they confused. kill him he goes back into the sword Halfric is actually just fine because she's a justice demon she's not gonna <laughs> let a single sword through the gut kill her and it turns out that she knows spike and it's such a this fun tiny
0: detail but i love it so much that she calls him william it's like they probably figured most people wouldn't remember that she was Cecily. Mm-hmm. But they're like, well, we have to do it. <laughs> like, we have to have a little thing here. Oh, it's so fun. I love just the idea too, that she literally is Cecily. Yeah, not just the same so, actress. Yeah, so like something happened between then and now and she became a vengeance demon. And actually we prefer a justice demon. Justice demon.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. And yeah,
0: that he's all like awkward pretending he doesn't know her. Because of course he remembers his poem, right? <laughs> oh, it's awful poetry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is one of the deepest cuts that this show will ever show us. You have to be like really steeped in lore. Because I would have no idea if you hadn't told me that oh, she for is sure. Cecily.
0: Right? And yeah, well that was... I guess that was one season ago.
1: But she's not shown for very long. She's not really a prominent character there.
0: Well, and if you're watching this show as it airs, you've seen that other episode one time like a year ago. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're probably not going to remember.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Rick says that they are all trapped there justly. She has some points, you know they're not treating dawn very well she's also trapped on here but that's how vengeance demons do you know <laughs> there's going to be some collateral damage maybe cordelia oh. dies in the wish verse shouldn't have right? wished for things
0: yeah it does kind of seem a little unfair that like the person doing the wishing is also going to perish in this house they're a
1: she's a demon
0: <laughs> i i guess
1: not a nice person demon but
0: luckily she's not a very smart demon
1: no she trapped herself with the spell which is mad <laughs> jokes
0: oh jokes
1: so yeah she has to break her own curse to get out and i'm very happy with that resolution frankly i think it ties it all up in like a cheeky wink at the audience but also a good enough job that i don't question it
0: yeah and like honestly they've got a minute or two to do this so yeah it's perfect
1: yeah it's great and yeah that's most of our episode uh everyone can leave the house they're gonna get rich to the er maybe he won't even die
0: they're carrying him out the door. Call an ambulance, guys.
1: And this is not the first thing they did either. They did no. not try the door first. They didn't get rich first. They stood around for a little bit and were like, huh, what a wacky time we just had.
0: Sure was wacky.
1: So yeah, he's gonna go out. Everyone's leaving. Clem thanks Buffy for a great party, which, <laughs> again, that's why I love having Clem around. Uh And then Buffy stays with Dawn at the end, and it's a really nice moment. And it's got all of the things I want a Buffy episode to be all packed up in it. Great time.
0: Does Spike... Oh, no, it's night now. Right. I was like, Spike just leaves, doesn't he? How? Oh, Oh,
1: he's in so much sunlight this episode. So
0: much sunlight. So much sunlight. We've given up. Doesn't matter. We've given up. Doesn't matter.
1: Did you enjoy this episode?
0: I had such a better time than I expected to. Oh,
1: yeah. I really enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun.
0: I mean... This is my top people trapped in a house episode. <gasps> Which I was also thinking
1: about. They've done that concept a couple times. Because <laughs> oh. fear itself, where the wild yeah. things are, and now, <laughs> older and far away, are all people trapped in a house episode somehow.:
0: See, I was thinking specifically of where the wild things are. I'm now wondering, I mean, do I like this more than fear itself?
1: Hmm, good I question. Think...
0: I think I do, because Fear itself is just a very straight up like horror episode, yeah. which I have no problem with. But this is wackier, and I do like wacky.
1: Yeah, it's good times. No, I'm so. I it makes a lot of sense why they would do that concept more than once. Except actually, Fear itself and Where the Wild Things Are weren't actually bottle episodes, because that's no. the reason you do a Trapped in the House episode. You've got the set already, so it's easy to do. But they didn't have those sets. They had to make those sets.
0: It's weird. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I, frankly, I really like bottle episodes on the whole. I think they force writers to go in a different direction than they normally go and make do with more constraints.
0: You can't fall back on stuff in a bottle episode. exactly. Yeah. Or the things that you're used to falling back on for the most part.
1: So I'm actually pretty happy with them overall. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, You. What was your favorite outfit from the episode?
0: <laughs> you. <laughs> You that now. <laughs> I'm never cutting that. I hope you don't cut it either. Oh. i I don't I don't think I can pick anything. Oh, that's tough. Okay, no. No no. That fucking hat, turtleneck, mm. jacket, combo <laughs> that Buffy had going on. I, I was considering how much I hated Willow's top.
1: Yeah. It's not a good top. <laughs>
0: I hate it too much for it to be the the best outfit, for whatever best means, right? Yeah. Yeah. When Buffy had that hat on, I was just like, why is why is she only put this out, on outside? Like, why can't we have an indoor lit shot of this hat? Oh, uh, bananas. I
1: think I captured why I called it From Tables Have Turned, but like, it used to be Tara that was in the yeah. frumpy, schluggy oh, yeah. outfits, and now it's Willow and Tara's Oh, absolutely. Fly. Yeah. Uh,
0: That's what I got from that, yeah.
1: And who do you think won this episode? dawn gets to spend more time with her sister now halfric really right halfric's doing classic justice demon things
0: it did but it just falls apart at the end yeah for, for Halfrek. but like, not I would in a bad say, way
1: because
0: i would say her more than dawn because dawn her kleptomania is found oh, out yes and, right she's like horribly betrayed Anya, who I'm not sure what her relationship with Anya is. Not great. Oh shit. I may would give this to Tara.
1: Yeah, Tara. Oh, Tara's Tara does such a good job in this episode. Yes, absolutely. I, I will remind you that um Don and Anya had a very strained relationship at the best of times. In the yeah, first that's one true. with Don going through her diary, it was all like, Anya treats me like a child and doesn't know how old I am. And in this one, Anya oh, so pretty good. straight up admits to thinking that Don can't process information because she's a teenager.
0: And doesn't understand subtlety in any way. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's delightful. So, and yeah. now she pats Dawn on the head in a very <laughs> patronizing manner. <laughs> so
1: a solid Tara win there. What, Michaela, do you think Teeks called the review for this episode?
0: The one where they're trapped in the house.
1: The one where everyone can't leave.
0: All right.
1: This Close is some classic teeks right off the top. I teeks, love this teeks, episode. Teeks. It's funny. It's interesting. It's new and inventive. It's just <laughs> so good. Wait, wait, wait. I love watching it. And it is one of my all-time favorite episodes of Buffy from season six.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, it's a roller coaster. Isn't you it, know? though?
1: And uh. I'll say it's even more of a roller coaster because right now I'm going to tell you what the rating is it's an eight out of 10. And I'm like, wow. haven't you had a couple like 10 out of 10s already? We're... I don't know. How
0: What all time favorite episodes scale? from season uh, six. I think it's that's just every episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: All but the it's all of them are all time favorite except the bottom two. Probably.
0: It just loses all meaning. You know,
1: this, this, this uh, review is very fun in a lot of ways. It, again front loads some things so in this episode it's buffy's birthday and everyone gathers at her house to celebrate at a party dawn earlier in the day talked to a guidance counselor where that she admits that she wishes people would stop leaving turns out the guidance counselor was actually halfric a vengeance demon who made her wish come true everyone's unable to leave the house and at first they don't really care since they're having such a good time but the next day when people have to get to work they try to figure out what's going on after Don admits that her, it was her accidental doing, not really, sort of. Nope. Anya summons Halfric, and since Halfrick can't leave because of the spell, she reluctantly reverses it. So things we miss. Most of the things at the end of the episode. The entirety of the fact that there's a demon trapped in the house with them.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <sighs> uh, yep. Overall, I give this episode an 8 out of 10, which in my ratings book is awesome. Thank you. I really Taylor wish Kingston. that
0: that there had been like one sentence about the demon and that was like the first and last time <laughs> yes. that it was mentioned. That feels like... Uh,
1: That'd be classic teeks.
0: Pure teeks, you know? But yeah, honestly, that summary was pretty good. It was pretty on the mark. You know? It does front load a lot of things. Yeah, it does. Because,
1: yeah, you've got about one and a half sentences to figure out that they get out and... Or are trapped there at all, really. And then get out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) which is most of the episode, but that's fine. And I think that's about it. Michaela, what do we have coming up next time? Something hopefully that is better named than uh, Older and Far Away.
0: The next episode is called As You Were, Mm. but I think it should have a different name.
1: What name do you think it should have?
0: I think it should be called Out of the Woods.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We had Into the Woods...
0: We need him out of the woods. What?
1: What? He's back?
0: You didn't remember! Question
1: mark, Central American country?
0: Question mark!
1: I wonder if he's garbage or good, you know? They had a really sharp turn towards garbage in season five. Maybe he'll be back to good in season six.
0: I'm gonna tell you right now, people do not like this episode. Whoa. But based on how things have been going, I'm not sure that those people include us.
1: Yeah, people didn't like this episode. Actually, I right? want you to tell me where in the aggregator was this episode? Because I'm guessing like low middle, like below 77 or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 106. 106? That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy.
1: That's the bottom third. No, this is in my top third of Buffy episodes. It's not amazing. It's- it, it's directly above average.
0: it's directly above real me the episode where don is writing in her diary uh, <laughs> uh, it is
1: another Dawn heavy episode so i understand why people don't like it because don's in it a bunch but if you yeah. ignore those bits man real good <laughs> real good yeah okay so Captain and cardboard's coming back we are <laughs> season We're probably going to have a pretty okay time with that, frankly. I'd be surprised if we had a garbage time with it. Although he was a garbage character towards the end, so who knows.
0: But, like, I oddly miss him. Yeah. Like, some weird part of me is excited to see him again, you know?
1: Michaela, if he button watches, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm probably going (laughs) to pause the episode and call you at that very moment. (laughs) And just
0: you, you would imagine
1: just yell button watch across the phone at you. <laughs> Maybe you know what? You're chilling in your apartment. You hear a knock on the door.
0: You just come over. It's just it's like a haggard David yeah. <laughs> panting. Oh, yeah. Fuck, if you run yelling you'll be here like like 5 minutes. No no yeah. big deal. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: button watch. <laughs>
0: uh yeah michelle's just this at what home I was excited confused. To tell you. yeah
1: yeah Oh, it'll be great okay well i think we're looking forward to that more than other people are
0: more than we should more be. than
1: we should be by it's, far
0: it's not well rated anyways no, it's fine probably not <laughs> no.
1: but this one wasn't either and you know what yep. we had a great time okay i think that's about it from us then until next time our listeners can always uh email us beyond new dot hellmouth at gmail.com they can find all of our 16 pictures on the Facebook page.
0: Uh,
1: that's in the show notes no if you're regrets. too lazy. And you can find us individually on MeWe, a next generation social network with no ads, no spyware, no BS. I'm on there at MeWe, which is spelled the French way. Oh, Michaela?
0: That's good. Jeez. I'm on there at Come at ComeAtMeWe.
1: Very nice. And until next time. Welcome, welcome to Hell Mouth.
0: Welcome to the Hell We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we know the names? We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you've got the money, honey, we
1: got your disease. Hell, Hell
0: Mouth? Welcome to